0: Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me your host Martin. Um, I'm excited about this podcast and it's going to go into a little bit of depth uh, about kind of strategy analysis and kind of some deeper theory of Betfair Trading strategies. So guys I hope you're ready for that. I hope that That's something that will spark your interest. Um, I know that one of the things that you guys often comment on and and praise me for is the fact that I cover a lot of subjects in these podcasts that we haven't seen anywhere else. Um, And I think that's something that I'm quite keen to do. I'm quite keen to keep doing that because I think at BetfairTradingCommunity.com we have a very unique vantage point. You know we've got so much experience not just me ryan and adam but also the members and we kind of pool our wealth of experience and use that to help improve our trading and help each other become better traders on betfair and i'm always saying that everyone can become a better trader on betfair so this makes me laugh when you get these kind of egotists on youtube and things who you, they kind of talk as if they are god's gift to betfair trading and i always think and that's not actually true I mean, there's there's plenty we can all learn and it's like in any walk of life in any profession in anything in the world there's always more learning to do and that's something that excites me that's something that's kept me turned on to Betfair uh, trading for so so many years and we'll continue to do so it's funny because my passion for Betfair trading is just as strong now as it ever has been there's not many things in my life that I can say that about you know I've gone through various stages of being into different sports and You know different kind of things i do in my life hobbies etc etc the one real constant has been betfair trading throughout my life and i think that it's just something that has given so much to me um that i enjoy doing it's kind of the challenge of it every day it's like i always say it's a bit like it's a bit like you're playing a game you know you're trying to beat the game of betfair trading Right? And when we're able to pool our resources, our knowledge and all this stuff together as a community on betfairtradingcommunity.com, that feels great. It feels great to actually be able to beat the game. So, what I'm going to talk about today is really, really interesting. And it's going to be, I'm going to talk about opposite strategies, okay? And now this is the theory, and one that I have kind of eulogized about many times, that if you have an awful strategy, you should reverse it and you will make money. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is sometimes I'll get people come up to me and say, oh my God, man, my, my strategy is terrible. I lost my bankroll really quickly. And I'm like, well, A, look at your staking, right? You're obviously not staking correctly. But B, hang on a second, if it's that bad, why don't you just do the opposite of what you were doing So let's say I have a back strategy, right, and what I do is I back football teams I think are going to win. Well, if that's losing me money hand over fist, why don't I just lay those teams instead? Because surely I will make money, you know. Now, the one thing you have to account for in this situation is commission, okay? Commission will make a little bit of a difference. So I'm not talking about strategies that are just a little bit bad. I'm talking about awful strategies. They're the ones you target in this situation. Go, right, if I reverse that, I should make money. Because A, it will beat the commission difference. And B, it will beat any difference I have. You know, maybe one or two tick. The odds are slightly different when I'm laying as opposed to backing over the long term. Now, I think to a lot of people this makes sense. But I think in practice a lot of people don't do it. Because they struggle with the concept of, yeah but when I started this strategy it was supposed to be an over 2.5 goal strategy why am I now backing under 2.5 goals when you know I set up a strategy that was supposed to favor over 2.5 well what you're doing is you're following the data trend rather than following your own opinion okay and, and why that matters is that the data doesn't lie okay so now let's say you've got a thousand results for your strategy and there's quite a clear trend that this is losing money hand over fist well this is the exact situation where you'd want to flip that strategy now maybe you get 500 results and you get to that same scenario um, the important thing is to test the data to test the data then test it again once you've flipped it you don't want to just flip it and then start putting money on you want to check right does this definitely work okay I'm going to test again for a little bit And I think flipping strategies makes so much sense, but we really struggle to do it because we're like, well, you know, let's say you built a filter in our software and you built a filter that said, okay, I want to find games where there's over 2.5 goals 70% of the time, X, Y, and Z. I've built this filter towards being an over 2.5 goals one. But hang on, it does really well for under 2.5 goals. So yeah, I should flip it, but I don't want to because I feel like I've put the criteria in to be this other strategy well what are you more interested in in this scenario? Are you more interested in kind of your own pride of well I thought it was going to do this and it didn't or are you more interested in making money on Betfair trading? that's the real question I think a lot of people have to ask themselves because in these scenarios I'm finding that a lot of people you know struggle to let go of a concept of an idea that isn't working and I think this can be one of the biggest problems people have with Betfair trading you know, people come up to me and say, I've got a terrible strategy. I'm losing money hand over fist. I can turn around and say, hang on, that's great. And they might look at me and think, what are you talking about? That's great. I just told you I'm losing money hand over fist on the strategy. Yeah, but you've got a strategy that if you reverse, will make money. If what you're telling me is true, and it definitely is that bad, you will, I, I can tell you now, if you back-tested that and switched the roles from back to late and then retested, your strategy would show a really good profit. And I've done this with lots of people and, and this has been the case. And try it with one of your own next time you get a strategy that's awful. Flip it, see what the results would have been if you backed instead of late. And then see, hang on, yeah, I would have made money. And I think you'll be surprised at just how effective this can be. So why, why have I brought this up? Because I do talk about this fairly often. Kind of flip, you know, flippantly, like, oh, just reverse it. I haven't really done a proper podcast on this before. Well, I did a video talking about a strategy where I did this and showing how it had worked really well. And then someone uh, commented on the video and said, oh, my... Is this the best idea you've got after seven years on BetfairTradingCommunity.com? You know, one of these really really troll comments. I do quite like the troll comments sometimes. It gives me a good angle to create a video. Um, Not only does it show me their naivety and ignorance, but also kind of shows me that, hey, if people are thinking this way, if some people are thinking this way, then they need to learn. They need to be taught. So I'll do a podcast. I'll help them out. And um, so I asked the I asked the first question I always ask a troll who makes a comment like that. How's your profit going? Well, as usual, he's lost money. Um, and you know, it's funny that people who often criticise a winning strategy, I found are people who lose at trading. It's a, I do find it rather bizarre. I think it's it, it maybe it comes out of a place of jealousy. I don't know. But anyway, not really the point here. The point I'm trying to make is that this person was so blinded by the fact that you know you create a strategy for one thing but it was actually showing something different that he was almost willing to criticize the the findings which makes no sense right because the moment you start criticizing hard data data which by the way doesn't lie yeah and you'd rather favor opinion over data that's that's a scary place to be as a trader I think that in the long term, you're going to lose money with that kind of attitude. Um, I mean, think about it. Let, let's take it away from Betfair trading, if, if you're still in any doubt at all about this. Think about a company, right? Let's say McDonald's runs a survey to see, okay, how many people eat burgers compared to chicken nuggets, right? And they get the data, and they go, well, we're expecting... Let's say we're expecting burgers to be way ahead, you know, like 89% of people. And they actually found it was closer to a 50 50 split, right? Now, what would the company do with this information? What they would do is they would take that information on board, they would adjust their marketing, they would adjust their expectations, outgoing, etc., etc. They'd adjust their business to this data because it matters, right? data matters that's why companies spend millions of pounds on data analysts they get people to look at this stuff because data and trends matter the one thing a company does not do and I can assure you this running a company like betfairtradingcommunity.com and having to learn about other companies and study how companies are run one thing a company does not do does not ignore trends it does not ignore data that that would actually be a cardinal sin. So why do so many people do it and think it's acceptable in Bet Fair Trading? And in the in the kind of the case study of this guy who made this comment who was a losing trader, who couldn't see the wood for the trees essentially, that if a data trend is suggesting something would be profitable, doing it a different way, why the hell wouldn't you do it that way? I think sometimes, you know, when we're studying Bet Fair Trading we can get lost and we always have to, I, I always think it's good to keep this in, in the forefront of your mind everything you study, everything you learn what, what are we trying to do on Betfair Trading? what's the one thing we're trying to do? make money that is the one thing right? so if you've got one aim for Betfair Trading in the long term and it can be a long term goal you know it doesn't have to be make it tomorrow, that's actually probably unrealistic if you're starting as a trader but your goal should be to make money now why do you care if you make that money backing over 2.5 goals or backing under 2.5 goals this is something i can't quite get my head around i couldn't care less what market i made money on if there was profit to be made on yellow cards and someone said to me well yeah but who wants to bet on yellow cards I go, well me if it makes money (laughs) right that's the thing i'm not I don't have a bias towards, oh yeah, but it's got to be this, or or, I've got to do this. So, I want to address kind of, lastly, I kind of want to address one of the things I think people do struggle with this, and it's this. Why does this happen? Right? If I've created a strategy, and I've used filters, and I've used software, why is it that it's gone so badly, when I would have expected it to go better? Okay? Okay. This is really interesting. This is a really interesting point. And it's one that I've thought about because whilst on the one hand, the why doesn't really matter that much in terms of, well, just follow the data trend. If there's a huge data trend showing undoubtedly this is the case, you have to take that on board, you know, we can't ignore it. But on the other hand, people like to understand why something's happening, you know it's your money you're investing in at the, end of the day and also what's the hypothesis? when I create a strategy I've always got a hypothesis you know i go well I want to back under 2.5 goals because I feel like most people like to back over 2.5 therefore I think the under 2.5 goals price can be slightly too inflated makes sense right? those sorts of hypotheses. but then when you go I want to back over 2.5 goals and I'm going to use a criteria that shows over 2.5 goals happens more often than the odds suggest Why is it that when I test this strategy suddenly unders is performing a lot better than overs? I think there's one reason that I've I've put down to this that makes a lot of sense to me. When we're competing, remember when we're we're trading on BetfairTradingCommunity.com, when we're trading on Betfair, we are competing against other trade, we're competing against other trade, but mainly we're competing against bookmakers. They're the ones who seed and put a lot of money into Betfair to cover their losses, to kind of hedge their positions and things like that. It's the big players with, you know, you're talking hundreds of thousands, millions of pounds, they're seeding into markets every single day. What What is it they're doing? Well, they're, they're looking at what the chances are of something happening in a game. That's how they set their odds. Kind of that and expectation from punters because the money in the market does affect the odds hugely right? and we can't be naive to that. I think what happens is sometimes they think a game will be an over 2.5 goals game and they, they do it to an extent that actually the prices come in too much so what happens is the problem is the market is already expecting overs and in this scenario, yes, your strategy is telling you this would be a good over selection, but because the market's already over expected this, the odds are too short. And so I think what, what it creates is a situation where actually, because of the odds, unders it becomes the better option, but it would be very difficult to know that before you actually looked at the long term analysis of a strategy so I think that's why so many strategies end up working in reverse sure you get lots that work as they should but I think when they work in reverse it's often because the market has overestimated the fact that yeah we're expecting goals but you're expecting goals but I'll tell you what we sure are as well as the market and we've pushed this goals price actually in too far and suddenly laying the goals becomes the value opportunity Remember that. Remember that there's no clear set if I said to you there's a game tonight, right? And let's say it's let's let's use that Man City Real Madrid game from last week. Let's use that as an example. Right? If I said to you, Man City are playing Real Madrid, who are you gonna bet on? The question should not the answer shouldn't you shouldn't even give an answer. You should say, hang on. I don't know the odds. Right? That's that's the thing. Let's say you've never seen the odds. You should not be able to answer that question because, actually, who you think's the favourite is the answer you'll end up giving, not what you think you'd bet on. Because let's say you think, oh, I think Man City are going to win, uh, and I think they'll win about two out of three games, okay, 1.50 odds, but then what if I told you, yeah, but Man City's odds are 1.33 well in that scenario you should not be betting on Man City so when someone says what are you going to bet on and you don't know the odds if you'd said Man City you'd actually be wrong even in your calculations because even though they've got most chance to win because the odds are 1.33 they're not value and in the long term if you're correct and they'll only win two out of three you're going to lose money in the long term so the better option becomes suddenly to lay Man City. And I think this is what happens on a lot of strategies. Sure, your strategy, you might have set up some criteria it's really strong that shows teams that have a lot of over 2.5 goals. But if the market's already overly expecting that, the odds come in. And I think this is why you get a lot of strategies where actually if you did the reverse, you'd end up making money. And that's not a bad thing. You know a lot of my strategies especially when I'm into horse racing with the horse racing software just launching and a lot of my strategies there I just start a strategy and then I go I'm not sure if it's a back strategy or a lay strategy yet I just want to see the back testing results so if I test it as a back strategy and it loses loads of money I can instantly turn it into a lay strategy then retest it with the back testing software and I can find out exactly how profitable it would have been as a lay strategy so this flip idea becomes almost infinitely valuable to you when you've got the back testing as well because on the horse racing software now if you flip you will be able to know within five minutes exactly how good your strategy is either as a back or a lay strategy and you can go back and look at all that data individually as well it's it's incredibly powerful stuff Okay, guys, so I think hopefully I've explained that well to you, kind of explained a lot of the theory around it. I know it's a little bit deep, um, but I think you guys are ready for that, right? I think a lot of you guys who listen to these podcasts regularly, you're ready ready for some of that deep stuff. And I think I'm going to continue to do these deep podcasts with you. And I like the fact that we're talking about stuff that's never been talked about before in Betfair Trading. You know, you're not going to find another podcast like this out there. You're not going to find another video like this out there. Unless it's done by us, <laughs> obviously. Um, and the reason that we're able to do that and have this kind of knowledge is because of the community that's been built, right? And a lot of that comes from the members, comes from other people. So, like right, You know, the, the thing someone said to me the other day, I love the fact there's no egos and BS at com And I said, well, that's intentional, you know. And um, I'm very much not an ego BS type of person anyway. I never have been, never will be. And I believe actually that that is the best way to be if you think you're the greatest at something well the chances are you're probably not right so anyone that you see proclaiming some godlike status on betfair on youtube and things that's the kind of my signal to just get the hell away i always shy away from those guys and that's why you won't hear you won't normally hear those them on here or you won't hear me mentioning them on here because you know i'm not going to talk about that Because I think it's all about community. It's all about working together. And that's ultimately what creates a much, much greater goal. And actually, it includes everyone. It helps everyone become better traders and make money at Betfair Trading. All right, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'll be back with another one soon.